0: gentlemen and welcome to be our football ranks listen in the distance can you hear that sound it's the Premier League stirring as ground after ground shakes off the cobwebs blows off the dust loosens the turnstiles and cleans off the rust it's the Premier League waking from southwest to northeast setting the table preparing the feast what football delights will the new season bring and which new anthems will the ringleaders sing? one by one they ready campaigns new faces old friends they take up the reins Manchester's split as ever Pep's Blues reign supreme but can some young British ballers reignite Ollie's team Merseyside divides down the same colour lines but it's the Reds there who've had the best of recent times Klopp's band of brothers ran the champions close last year but Everton's business got them feeling their time might be here five from the capital West Ham on the up and Palace keeping Wilf could be Salvation's cup Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea all in that top four mix all have reason Reasons to be excited and problems left to fix. Can they reignite those great rivalries of old whilst there's a new battle in the Midlands as Claret faces gold. And down on the south coast, whether you're a saint or a cherry, there's new adventures to be had and past nightmares there to bury. With Watford and Norwich this year, yellows back in style. Brighton and Burnley back after passing relegations trial. And what about Leicester? Everyone's favourite foxes. Brendan's signings and tactics have been ticking all the boxes. While up in Newcastle, the Toon army are seething. No Rafa, no Rondon. Mike Ashley still breathing. And even a hometown boy in Steve Bruce has no room for manoeuvre. Results cannot be loose. But down in Sheffield, In the city cut from steel There's a hometown hero For whom the dream is real The Blades have Chrissy Wilder And he knows that for them It feels just so good To be back here in the Prem So whether you're a giant reawakening Or a brave battling gang A powerhouse on top Or returning with a bang There's glory There's pain There's joy And there's struggle And can anyone infiltrate That elusive top six bubble We go again The game awaits The fans They dare to dream The fate of heroes Played out once more Upon the air. Evergreen.
1: <laughs> Let's go, bro! Let's
0: go, Let's <laughs>
1: go, champ! Listen to that! Pull it back and rewind the podcast!
0: Bro! Wow! <laughs> right, bro. my name is Jack Collins and as ever, I'll be your host today. And with Sam and Dean away on holiday, I've had to call in the cavalry. So... I went to the mighty BBC and I asked for their two coolest, most handsome wow. presenters. And they weren't available. Unfortunately, yeah. they were Classic. busy. There yeah, we yeah. go. So yeah. I have to settle with these two jokers, first of all. Ugh. Leader of the squad on Five Live, one extra host, and a face well known to Bleacher Report fans, Mr. Nick Bright.
2: I, I was expecting that to rhyme. I was hoping for some, like, rhymage. I've run out of gas.
0: I've run out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank and you. Making his BR debut, king of the match of the day at Mix. DJ extraordinaire, Mr. Reese Parkinson in the building as well. Yes. Bro, nice <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks on, for man. having me, man. I'm delighted to have you boys here. Elite company, strong Premier League knowledge. <coughs> this one should be fun. So we're going to start off with some hot takes. Can be a bit different. We're going to do hot or not. I want you to both give me a player or a team you think will do really well this season, and one you think will struggle. So Nick, I'm going to throw to you first and see where we go. Right,
2: I am going to say that Aston Villa, yeah, are going to do really well. And by, by really well, I mean they're going to avoid relegation, and I think they'll finish around 16th. Okay. That's, what, that's what I reckon. That would be a
0: good season. They've
2: strengthened really well, although, saying this, we have seen last season, sorry fellas, if you make loads of sign-ins, it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be able to stay up because we saw the fate of Fulham last year. We did. uh, Who, it has to be said, and I think you guys will admit as well, were absolutely terrible. Oh, diabolical. That doesn't do it justice. Just (laughs) so bad. But I don't think Aston Villa will replicate that. I think that they're going to be a good, strong, solid side, and I think they'll stay up, and I'm going for a 16th position finish for Aston Villa.
0: Okay, very, very good. And who's your flop? My
2: flop, I'm going to go for Norwich City, unfortunately. I liked what they did in the championship. Um, the Finnish guy up top, is it Pukki? Pukki, Yeah, yeah. looks really, really good in the championship. But I don't think they've strengthened very well at all, which is a really strange thing because you see some clubs come up and they splash the cash. And then other clubs are just like, no, 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 we're going to do this conservatively. But I think Norwich need a little bit more than what they got. I think they're going to finish stone last. Uh, they're going to be like the Derby County from a
0: few years back, you know. Well, Anyone that can beat, if you can get worse points than Fulham, that's
1: good. <laughs> yeah, that,
2: it? The us, us, us from last year. Yeah, I didn't want to go in, in it, on you lot <laughs> again. Like, I don't want it to feel like I'm targeting Fulham because you two are here. <laughs> but yes, basically, the Derby of a, of a few years back and the Fulham of last season. Okay. I think Norwich are going to be the whipping boys this All year. All right.
0: What about you, Reese? Yeah, up?
1: so i got got... Um... I went with Aston Villa as well. Okay. But I don't actually think... Uh, if I've got um, a mate I was working with today, actually, a producer at BBC, is a Villa fan. Um, Big Ben. Yeah, Ben, yeah. And I don't I don't think 16th, I would be happy. happy. Do you know what Me, I mean? I, don't, I think
0: you're always happy to survive the first yeah,
1: but, one. But I think you look at Wolves, what they did, and I think you're, you're yeah, thinking, well, we can do Wolves. But the Wolves like, had a champion, Champions League squad in a championship. Championship. But now, looking at Aston Villa in a Premiership... And two of the players that I think are going to be really hot as well. I, I do think Wesley's going to do really good. I know pre-season has been like, a lot of the Villa fans have been super quiet, but saying about him, like, you know, just a player, you're like, I just see it, I feel it. Plus, he's a wonder kid on Football Manager. He was. So that in a wonder classic. Kid on, that, that title reserved for a certain few. <laughs> certain legends. Grealish
0: has got to do well. Jack Grealish is a man that needs to prove a point this yeah. season. Mm. But you'd imagine that they've, they've enjoyed so much possession. Villa, you know, over the course of that really good winning run they came on last season. Yeah. If they don't have that same kind of possession, is someone as technically gifted as Grealish going to succeed? You know, you saw Tom Kearney for Fulham. You've seen Aaron Moy. Yes, he did it the first year for Huddersfield, but a lot from Dead Bulls and that. You know, those kind of technical players have struggled in part. I can't explain it. Like, there's something about them that even McGinn, he's a beast. So to cut back to what you were saying,
2: though, you think that 16th is a disappointing finish for them. Yeah, do I... you think that they're going to be, what, top 10? Where do you...
1: I, I, I would say like 11 10 9.. Like well, where is yeah. your flop then, um, I got new I say obviously Newcastle, I don't think that's a surprise, but I feel like it's relegation. I, I could generally see even them, with
2: yeah. the, the the signings they they brought in, yeah.
1: splashed forty million on Joe Linton, good player. R- Rondon's a beast though. Bro. Rondon was very very even good. Perez. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like they, they've they lost both two, their attacking yeah. talent. Do you know what I'm saying? And no Rafa, he's the one that kept them there in the first. The players have nothing to play for. I don't feel like you ain't got no support from the chairman. I don't think it, I don't know what the players' relationship is with him, but I don't think that club's in a very good situation. And without Rafa having a manager to actually play for, you have got um, Steve Bruce coming. in. No offense to him, but but I just, where's what are you gonna be motivated? Hometown hero? Like, right? it's, it's, it's the only thing. Yeah, he's but from the, he's he's a son of the tyne. Yeah. You know,
2: but then he, he managed Sunderland so a lot of people haven't forgot yeah, about gone. that do you know what I mean yeah. most Newcastle fans I spoke to didn't want him to go to the club yeah, they were very upset that he signed so you know but Newcastle fans and I'm not trying to target Newcastle fans at all here because you know they have had a rough ride with Mike Ashley there but Newcastle fans traditionally are very very demanding mm-hmm. of the club for I mean a that big, should big be club. that should be
0: a Champions I mean, League team all right I've got two for you right yeah go on so my hot is that Harry Maguire is worth 80 million pounds to Manchester Ooh, you know? really he's not worth 80 million pounds I would like to yeah. Made that very clear, but to Manchester United this season, having needed a linchpin at the back for so long, I think Harry Maguire is an incredible signing in many ways, yeah. but also has the potential to be the kind of rock there. And I really rate Lindelof, so now they've got Lindelof and they've got Maguire, yeah. Shaw and Wan Bissaka. So young, a back, young four, back four as well. A, a back four that they now can build around that back four and go. Okay, we have a defensive unit that we can trust. And now we build going forward. I think he's worth that much money to Man United. Here's a flop for you, and Nick's not gonna like this. I know yeah, he's not. Well. Nicholas Pepe, at Arsenal. Don't rate this signing. At all's a bit harsh. He's fine. He's an absolutely fine player, but I don't think he's as good. As he's been made out to be, he had a brilliant season last like year. I'm just he's, he's not se- sure. Second in league, gun. What are you on about? Brilliant you know. season. He was fantastic last year, but he's a bit of a one check pony. And I know that does work sometimes. Didn't but people say that about Kylian Mbappe? He said you said that know? about Ian Robin is the one that always sticks yeah. out because that's what Pepe does. He cuts in. Off the wing and shoots from sort of just outside, just inside the area. That's his trick. But I'm not sure the th- the flip of this. I think Danny Ceballos can be absolutely unbelievable. He can be, but a- he's but only on loan. So, you
2: but know. I'm yeah, worried. Well,
0: right. I'm worried about Pepe for Arsenal. But, but I really am.
2: You say that, but Pepe had a great season for Lille last year, playing with who up front. You know, now he's playing yeah. with Lacazette and Aubameyang.
0: Yeah, but that's but, because he was the main man at Lille by that point, right? He was already the
2: But yeah, even the if focus. even if he's not the main man scoring the goals, if he's the main man getting the assists or sharing the assists with Lacazette and Ozil, that is a fearsome front four. It can't be denied. Let's, agree. let's, yeah.
1: let's just look at history as well. Arsenal have a very good reputation of signing people from the French League just doing bits. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, I thought that about Lacazette, like, Coming from Lee, Leon, and I was yeah. like, "I love," uh, and he came. just turned up, and he's he's a baller. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Saying? The only thing is that I don't know. I'm interested to see how Emery deploys the three of them together because you know we've seen so much last year where you had to get the two up front together to really make it yeah. thick, and and, and Lacazette were so good together at, at parts up front, and I'm just wondering where Pepe fits because it's going to go to a, if it goes to a three up front, it means that Aubameyang goes wide. Uh, and that nest doesn't necessarily bring out the best well, of Aubameyang so I'll be interested.
2: He played he kind of played wide last season anyway um for for parts of last yeah, season yeah. Uh, and and him and Lacazette kind of weirdly usually if there's one striker's position there's beef not like you know we hate yeah. each other beef but it's like we're both going for this same position yeah, yeah. so we're not we're not Natural friends kind of yeah. 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 but these two love each other yeah. and it and it almost seemed as if they didn't mind you know, exchanging one one game, one one of them would play through the middle, and the other one to play on the wing. The next game, it would be different, uh, and and that was nice. And, and it's interesting to see that even though Aubameyang um, started the season playing from the wing, he ended up sharing the golden boot, didn't he? So yeah, he, he was more effective. Oh, don't get me
0: wrong; he's, the he's unbelievably good at football. We're going to see where all this leaves Arsenal in Nick's ranking of the entire Premier League after the break. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to BR Football Ranks, where it is time for this week's big ranking. Today it comes from Mr. Nick Bright, and you're going to be ranking the entire Premier League from bottom to top. Mm. So this is probably going to take a little while, so I'll hand to you and away we'll go.
2: Okay, so this is an interesting one for me (laughs) because I'm expecting a bit of stick. Uh, Firstly, based on what we were talking about in the hot takes, it's yeah. what Reese was talking about in the hot takes anyway, that there's going to be some disagreement, right? So we'll start uh, with number 20. Uh, I already said it. I think Norwich City are going to get relegated. I don't think they've done enough to stay up. They've got a championship squad in the Premier League, in my opinion. Uh, so I think they're going to finish stone last. And for me, to be honest with you, it's quite a close one because I think Sheffield United are going to come
0: 19th. Do you? So I'm, yeah. in, I'm going to hear your full relegation free before we go into this. Okay, so he
2: obviously disagrees with that. Then we'll that's where you. we're at with yeah. this. I think Sheffield United are going to come 19th. And then having just escaped relegation last season... I think that Brighton are going to go down this season. So that's my three. Brighton, Sheffield United, Norwich City. And to be honest with you, I'll be quite glad for Brighton to go down after what they did to Chris Hughes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it was great. like bang out of order. He kept him in the league yeah. and then was sacked. I think it's outrageous. No.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's... Is a very valid point. He did what he needed to do. I I guess the question for them is, and a good cup run as well. Absolutely, I I, I don't know what they're expecting. The question will be, will you know? How do the club kick on from that kind of position? I agree with you, but Sheffield United are very, very clever side tactically. You know the way that the Wilder sets them up is three at the back with two, two wide and two sort of deep midfielders. And the onus is really heavily on the centre-backs to get wide and bring in crosses. It's really, really interesting how he sets them up because O'Connell and Basham have basically developed into these players that can get wide yeah. from centre-half and whip in crosses from deep. And I'd be really interested about this one. I think the yeah. biggest disparity like- between if it doesn't work, they're in dire straits.
2: Jack, you said you disagreed that Sheffield United are going to get ready again. Yeah. Tell me a team or two teams it would have to be, because I've put them in 19th. I would have them worse I Sheffield I think, United.
0: No, I think you're right about Norwich. You know, I hate to say it because I quite like Farker but, and I would quite like him to succeed, but I think they will struggle. I think Brighton are a shoe in to go down at this point. So who's your third team? Newcastle. Really? What um, like we said, yeah. I wait, think Newcastle are in yeah. trouble. And wait
2: I I till think. we get to Newcastle. I've got them, re- I've got them quite <laughs>
1: high up. <laughs> but I, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah.
0: Look. It's another one with Newcastle where I, I I like Newcastle and I would like them to stay up and I would like the club to be successful. But the the thing is that they've they've basically gambled everything on Joel Linton. Mm. And Joel Linton's a good player, but he, he's not all round he's not an all round goal scorer, you know, and they've basically gambled that he's gonna do with Perez gone as well. Yeah. They've lost their two biggest scorers from last season. I, they've I, got Almoron in I was about the to air. say that I, I think like almoron will kick on. I like him I Almiron, really do. But you know, is he, is him and, and Joel Linton untried untel- and, and untested in the Premier League? Is that
1: enough to keep him up? I don't Have think so. Have they still got the Chelsea guy that they had? Kennedy. Kennedy. No,
0: I mean, I think that I think alone is ended. I believe Kennedy is <laughs> okay. back at Chelsea. Well, Chelsea but, need all the players
2: they can get at the minute, yeah. don't I they? just
0: think Newcastle could potentially be in real trouble. And and I think that in Bruce, they've got, you know, a softly spoken manager who the fans aren't going to absolutely rally behind the way they did with Rafa mm-hmm. And I think that the whole system there might be a bit broken, and and that's why I worry for them. So that's who I have them saying up ahead of. Same, okay,
1: same as. All right, the same bottom three. Apart from who are you taking out of that bottom three? Sheffield United. Sheffield United. Same because Brighton just terrible. <laughs> so you, think as well. do you both
2: think Sheffield United to stay up? Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right, go on. Let's let's right. let's, let's, let's move on. Can't We've wait got for got the seven, end of the season. Five.
2: Right. So I think just missing out on relegation. Uh, Southampton, uh, 16th. Aston Villa which I think is a strong finish for Villa. They'll be happy to I, stay I'm up.
1: with
0: you. I think that's a good position for yeah. Villa. I think you're, they'd be I'm, happy. You're
1: heavily underrating that team, guys.
0: Burnley 15th, Crystal Palace 14th. Is that assuming they keep Wilfred Zaha? Because I think without Wilfred Zaha, Palace are in real trouble. Big trouble.
1: Just a prediction as well. I do think Zaha's going to Everton with money and exchange for Calvert-Lewin as well. I know nothing about that, like, generally. That's but just your I've, This is feeling. just my gut feeling. Because okay. okay. I can see him in a Palace kit. So, 14th, Crystal Palace...
2: 13th, unlucky for some, Newcastle.
1: Well, it could be unlucky.
0: for I mean, they'd be very lucky if they finished there. Let's put it that way.
2: I think they're a big club. You say Aston Villa club. are a big club. Newcastle yeah. are a bigger club than Aston Villa. I think they've got great fans. The stadium is packed out all the time. Yes, they were a little bit unhappy that Steve Bruce has gone there. Yes, they absolutely hate Mike Ashley. Yes, they're absolutely upset that two of their best players have left. But... They will still turn up, get behind the team. Um, you know, Joe Langton, you've already mentioned, good player. Do like him? I just think that they're like 13th. They're going to surprise a lot of people. 12th, Bournemouth. 11th, Watford. That's my bottom half of the table.
0: I think 11th is a place that Watford would be quite upset with, given what happened last season, yeah. given Grassier's kind of ability yeah. and... You know, they seem to have kept most of that squad together. We saw them reject a bid from Everton for Abdullah DeCore. I imagine Everton's gonna come back with a bigger bid, but if, if what for keep that squad together, you'd imagine they'd be trying to kick on for a
1: European spot. That's all on Delafeo though, right? De La Fea is a brilliant player. He needs a big year. Two people that need a big year, in my opinion, he needs a big year. Yeah.
2: I, I just I just don't think again, I based on what other teams or the other teams that they're vying with to try and break into those European spots, have done. I don't think Watford have done enough okay. in the transfer window, uh, which leads me on to 10th position.
0: Right, let's go. Top West,
2: West Ham United. Okay. That's where I'm going, number 10. They could uh,
0: get high. Signed uh, signed yeah. really well yeah, this summer. West Ham, right. right. oh, Really well. The, the striker. Allaire is yeah. a brilliant player. A
1: beast, bro. He's, he's a, my fantasy big, team. I've seen he's beast. in your fantasy team.
0: Yeah, it's the three behind, though, that really, really excite me about West Ham. See, it's Pablo Fornals, yeah. who I think is absolutely exceptional, was unreal again for Spain in the youth tournaments this summer, has been Brilliant for Vireal last season. Him, Lanzini, yeah. they got Yamalenko kicking around, yeah. Felipe Anderson.
2: Super it's Jackie so, Wilshere's back so in there, much you know. talent
0: in that three behind the striker. And if Alaire's just knocking the ball down to them, yeah. then West Ham, it, it depends. Obviously, it depends whether Alaire fits to the Premier League yeah. and, and all these players kick in. But if they do, I think West Ham have got a real go at European spot. Yeah, yeah, facts. That's
1: what Dutch was saying as well. Big up the manor. He Big was saying them. that if Jack can stay healthy. <laughs> Could be a real big year for them. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, look, if, if Wilshere's going to come back in there, but, you know, you've, you can see Noble, Rice, they've got a lot of quality there now and, and, and kicking on. You know, they have a, a good defensive partnership in Diop and Balbuena. You've seen Ryan Fredericks down there yeah. at a right back, his pace to burn. masuaku has been playing and Fabianski, who was probably Keeper of the Year last year for me.
1: Is that Squad. if everyone stays healthy?
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think, yeah, we'll have to reasonably assume that everybody's going to stay fit for most of these things. All right, who've you got nine?
2: In ninth position, I've got Everton. Uh, Everton have done some good business this transfer window, but they always do. What I will say... this is in,
0: yeah, 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 I agree. True, the,
2: the danger is with Everton, and again, this is not me taking a swipe at them or, you know, having a go. They seem to always do well in the transfer market, but then that doesn't translate to on the pitch. You know, uh, when they signed Theo Walcott, they were really excited about that, Theo Walcott. It's just Theo Walcott in, isn't he, at Everton, if we're being honest. He is, he is yeah, but doing, did you really expect continu- anything? He's like
0: continuing the The Theo Fans, the fans were very excited about yeah, I think, they I him, think a they? lot of people were because I think it was the pressure came off him. He's, you know, oh, given a bit more a fair, freedom. But yeah. it just has been more of the same, really, from Walcott, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. They've got brilliant, you know, again, a brilliant attacking front four now. With, Amazing. with Ken yeah. there, with yeah, Charlison, Bernard, Sigurdsson. That front four is as biggest, good as, no. as anyone yeah. outside the top six.
2: this is why I mean I am I'm putting a lot on Ken doing well. I, I just like him as a player. I like him as a person as well. He's had a bit of a tough time at Juventus and in Syria, A. Uh, and I think that he's going to come to England now with, you know, that, that kind of, you know, rubbish part of his life is off his back. And I just want him to kick on. I kind of hope he kicks on. Yeah. Obviously not that well. You know, I don't, I don't <laughs> want this break into the top six or anything. But, you know, um, I think Everton are going to come ninth. Which leads me
0: on. These are the kind of, I think 10-7 to is... I think you should see it out, but I think 10-7 to in the Premier League is exceptionally interesting this Mm. year.
2: I I just think that... I I don't want to sound too predictable, but I think... We'll discuss that in a minute because you'll see where where I'm going with this. Eighth place, Leicester. Yeah. I I think, again, Leicester have had a good window. They've done what they needed to do. Yes, they've lost Maguire, but Tielemans, for me, was the The transfer they needed to get done. I just can't believe... Because if we go in by Wonder Kids on video games,
1: yeah, he Telemans was, yeah, is yeah, one of the uh, guys. 100.
2: Like on FIFA, you're signing him up as that young yeah. player getting him in. Like, But for some reason, nobody else was in for him. I've, I found it bizarre that nobody went in for a loan for him last year other than Leicester.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: There is a weird thing, though, when you loan someone and then once you've signed them after that loan, sometimes there tends to be like a... Drop off. Yeah. And I, I could see that with him, and rightly so, to your point, like, why did no one else come in? I just find but it... But maybe... No, it's hard. crazy that... No offence to Leicester, but it's, like you were saying, him on the come-up, He was thinking he was going into a top-four team or 100%. a big European team. So 100%. It's a great signing. Um, yeah.
0: I'm really interested in the way that Leicester play... I hate to say the Pep Guardiola thing, but the kind of... When Rogers came in, Telemans was playing behind... Was playing behind Madison, and he's kind of switched it so they now got... A play behind them who's been Wilfred and Didi. It'd be interesting to see if he stays. I, I think if he does, Leicester have got a really good yeah, shot. Yeah. But he now plays Telemans and Madison together as kind of like bomb on eights, and and the two of them cause so much damage because they can shoot, they can they can cut them inside, they can play wide, they can play through balls, and I think that. If with Perez in there... I was about to say Perez
2: is a good uh, sign-in as well. Well,
0: he can either play wide or he can play up top. He's got the same kind of pace. You know, Mm. not quite the Jamie Vardy pace. Not many people have the Jamie Vardy Mm -hmm. pace. But given that Vardy is now getting on a little bit, they have a kind of ready-made scoring replacement in Perez. They've got good wingers. Demire Gray, obviously. Harvey Barnes came in, did well. I really like Brendan Rodgers. I really, really like him. I think he's a brilliant manager. Do you think
1: he'll play Gray more, though? sometimes will, yeah. i'm shocked that he doesn't get enough minutes
0: yeah no i, think I really the, the like thing him. is that all brighton's basically been hanging on for so long and it's like every time all brighton plays he plays really well yeah, <laughs> yeah. like very difficult to trust <laughs> him yeah yeah You're like you for, for years i've been like well this must be the end of all brighton then he keeps coming back and yeah. being like i oh, was quite good again <laughs> that's annoying so i think that's why gray hasn't quite played as much as we expect but yeah. i think he will do as we go forward that means i imagine in seventh place oh i wonder where i'm going here Wolves, you've got Wolves, right? Okay, so we we have you, you've stuck with the the traditional top six. Well, anyway, yeah. talk,
2: talk me through Wolves first. So Wolves, uh, I think unfortunately for them, there's just a bit too much of a gap between the traditional top six. We're almost falling into like the top six being it's a league in itself, aren't we? Absolutely. Uh, there's a bit too much quality uh, quality to, to bridge that gap at the moment. But they are a fantastic outfit. They're, for me, they're definitely the best of the rest. I, I think uh, Jota and Jimenez two amazing players in there. They've just signed uh, Catrone, is it? I, can't, I can never say it properly. Yeah, Catrone from Amazing Milan. My accent, sorry to any Italians who might be listening to this, my accent is terrible. Uh, great signing again. And I love, love, love Nuno. I just think that I can't believe that he's not being sniffed about already by, by a, a, a bigger club, maybe not even in the Premier League, maybe a European club. But I, I think that Wolves
0: will have to fight two for now to keep hold of him. I mean, that's the thing. If Wolves can't break the top six, if they can't actually start to play, obviously they're in Europe this year, but be really looking at getting a Champions League spot, I suppose it's not even a so top six. Hard, they need to though. break and get top mm. four. And and if they can't kick on and do that, I don't mean immediately. In the next sort of four or five years, I think they're going to struggle to keep him because he will want to manage at the top level. I just but don't the think he'll be there for the next four or five years. The though. project is there that if he wants to take it to the top, he could, I think. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing about Wolves. I suppose what this leaves is, everyone from Wolves, Leicester, West Ham, Watford, Everton, all must be looking at that and going, we want to break the six yeah, that's we what I, was to I've, I six.
1: think this is the year to do that. If by any. It's going to be a so year. Hard, someone guys. else, now, someone else I had in my flops earlier, I had quite a lot, but I thought Chelsea or United are bound to slip. In my opinion, one of these like, out of the top six this year. If any, it'd be this year. Chelsea, with everything that's happened to them with transfers and stuff, you lost hazard. Like, you've lost hazard. And, you, I, I, I'm really surprised that he didn't just add one of them in. Yeah, especially Everton. I thought it's interesting. You, you know just to be like, um, I'm. If you had
0: to pick one, you've got Everton. Yeah, I. have You had to yeah. pick one, Nick. I know you haven't got any of them, but if you had to pick one to break this, if I had to wolves. pick one,
2: it'd be Wolves. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Just, I've got it as Leicester. I've
2: okay. got it pegged as wow. Leicester.
0: Wow. So we all disagree. I really like what Rogers is doing. I, I've like really, really liked it. It's Brendan Rogers superfan down there. I do I like think. it. <laughs> right. right. Okay. The big ones then. Let's get into the big right. six.
2: Well, Who've it's, you got? it's interesting because I saw uh, Stan Collymore did something similar to this on Twitter. Like he, uh, he basically gave his, his one to 20 and he had Chelsea in the top four. I've got Chelsea in sixth place yeah. comfortably in sixth place as well as in like you know I don't think that they'll be scrap. I don't think come the end of the season they'll be scrapping for a top four position because I don't understand how Stan Collymore and I'm not t- trying to call him because he's played the game and all the rest of it but I don't understand how Stan can have them in a similar position to what they finished last season when they're a lot weaker than last season They've lost their talisman in Eden Hazard. Not only is their there, not only was he their talisman, he was also just their best player. Yeah, by such a distance. Yes, yeah, by miles. Their attack without him is terrible. It's and Chelsea fans will tell you this as well. You know, I've got Chelsea supporting mates who will back this up. Their attack without Hazard is awful. So I don't understand where they're going to be getting the goals from. Um, they've got a brand new manager who's unproven. Yes, he's a Chelsea legend, but. Being a legend for a club doesn't win you trophies. Being no, a is. legend for a club doesn't, you know, get you points mm. just for being a legend. You know, it could all end in tears for Frank Lampard. Personally, I hope it doesn't.
1: Yeah, I'm because
2: I, well. I, I, I like, especially nowadays, because we're we're seeing less and less, um, you know, legacy people in the game. Less and less mm. people who, you know, have stuck with a, a single club for most of their career and all the rest of it because of the way the game's gone. So I'd, I'd like. Lampard to do well but I just think this season is too much of a tough ask the transfer ban brand new manager they've lost Hazard they're coming six
0: got just, Pulisic in there though you know yeah, I think Pulisic I don't, is an excellent I, I think he's a
2: great player but I don't think he will be able to fill the void that Hazard has left
1: just, what about Tammy what that's about what I was going Tammy. to say. Yeah, but does good... Tammy start? Yeah, I think Tammy does. You... I'm so happy for that guy. Like, <laughs> I, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm so
2: ha- I'm happy for the youth of Chelsea as well. But I just want to say to you both, we we're not even Chelsea fans here, and we're now putting a lot of pressure on these guys. You know,
1: I didn't. I'm not putting no pressure. They were a the team that I thought were going to go out, if anything, out of right. the top six. Yeah. Okay, I, I that's what I think. But I just I would love to see them do well because obviously who they have.
2: And they've got Hudson-Odoi as well. And Ruben you know. and...
1: Like, a lot of
0: players it's in there with a lot of talent. Yeah, it's so I think, good. I think this, the
1: one thing for me that's going to hold
0: Chelsea back is that they won't have Hudson-Odoi. They won't have Loftus-Cheek until later on in the line. And oh. by that point, wow, they, might yeah. already, they might have already slipped away from this discussion. I think that's the, that's the trick. They might, by the time those two players are back and kicking, they might already be out of those so where of top you have four them? places. I have them at six. I think I'd have them at six. But you just,
1: do? I mean, you don't... You s-
0: sorry. I would, if, if someone's going to slip out, I it's think them. it is Chelsea. That's what you, you think. As yeah. well. But I currently still do have them at six. Even
1: okay. with who they got injured.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it'd be interesting to see. It's all about how they start. If Chelsea start all right, they'll be fine. But I'm really intrigued to see what Lampard does with with his with his pivot, with the two at the bottom. I think that if he plays Jorginho and Kante there together, or, or Kovacic and Kante, he's got something to work with yeah. and it depends you know if Mason Mount can kick on in that 10 I'll be interested to see what happens with Pulisic if Tammy starts there's so many the thing with Chelsea is there's so many variables right now yeah. that we're trying to I was talking to fantasy football right I was trying to pick a team it's almost impossible to select Chelsea players because
1: you're like who's going to start you also who's gonna don't play? know who's don't, gonna... and you don't pick City players besides Sterling because they rotate and,
2: and, and, you, and you don't know normally with, with a gaffer you've got a steer of what they're going to do just based on historical yeah. That. Yeah, this, absolutely. Is, this is brand new isn't it we, we don't, don't know, know who's know. starting yeah. at
0: the back we don't know no who's idea. starting at the front mm. you don't know who's going to play on the wings there's, mm. there's so many variables with Chelsea that I, I have yeah pegged them pegged them as the one that would drop out of the top six okay. if, if they are go on then who's at five
2: well this is I, I'm, I, I'm guessing you guys are interested in, in what I'm doing now because we're getting to the, the crunch position yeah I am but I have got and this could be interchangeable between fifth and fourth in my opinion uh, but I've gone for Manchester United in fifth position I think they're going to miss out on the Champions League again just um, although they've strengthened well defensively I just think Lukaku's rubbish well and Lukaku's s- off um, well if
0: he does is he go, actually going, yeah, this is the thing who to well, he's, he's, he's around in Anderlecht apparently he's staying he's in, in Belgium Anderlecht isn't kit. he like, yeah the... he was, was pictured just staying in Andelect kit walking around and just doing their training sessions so the, the really? Truth, yeah. The truth is, not in a not in a. He was just keeping fit and, and doing all those yeah, things. Oh, okay. It's not kind of like a I'm moving. To yeah, it was mates
1: company as well, isn't it? But, like, like, but you yeah. can do that at United, basically.
0: Well, he's just. I think it's just a big signal. He didn't he didn't kick a ball on their pre season tour when they were out in Australia, yeah. the Far East. He went, but he didn't play. I just think it's all. Oh, even if Lukaku isn't sold, Lukaku is off. I think that's the kind of the the take of it at this point. What,
2: uh, what are they looking at then? Rashford leading yeah. the line. Yeah, they're looking at Rashford. Leading I the line. just I just think. I think Rashford is an f- absolutely brilliant player. Can I just say that straight off the bat? But he is still quite young. Um, you know, is he going to be able to get though the 20 goals a season and all the rest of it that people talk about? I don't know. I look at that Manchester United team and I just think, are they good enough to penetrate the top four based on the signings that the team that I've placed in fourth have made?
0: <laughs> I wonder who
2: they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah, Liverpool. No, I'm joking. But just, I just, I just don't think Manchester United have done enough to convince me that they're going to come fourth. But as I say, I do think it will be fifth or fourth for okay. Manchester United, which leads me on to number place. four is Arsenal. Um, I think Man United and Arsenal are going to be battling it out for that last Champions League place. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's, that's fair. And I
0: have them the other way round. That's it in in my thing. Wow. I have I have United at four because I think that that back four, like I said in the at the start, is good enough to now sustain the rest of the team. and And if Pogba stays, and, and you start to see a little bit more from the likes of Martial, from Danny James, I, I think I'd be really interested to see how they go. Have you got Danny James as
2: an immediate starter? Then is that
0: not necessarily? But I think he provides something really different off a bench. He's so quick, yeah, so very so fast, quick.
2: I, I just like Pogba for me. We we just need to see hundred percent output from Pogba and, and that's what Manchester United fans will want to see as well because we have to be honest there were games last season when he was just coasting yeah you know? absolutely
0: um I mean I don't know if that's a, a, a really coasting in inter- well I don't know if it's a coasting in terms of he wasn't putting in the effort I don't, I don't believe it. I believe that he's always run it but just there are games where the people around you just you look up and you're like there's no passes yeah and he was doing so much of it on his own last year I think Pogba he must have just been like this is ridiculous but I also <laughs> think he's he was playing
2: the, the, the striker in front of him Again, I'm not trying to dig out Lukaku too much, but he's quite an immobile mobile striker. He doesn't he doesn't play like that. Whereas Pogba's a, a player who can f- pick a pass. Can yeah. you imagine if like a, a, a Jamie Vardy was playing in front of a, a Pogba? Peak who, Jamie Vardy, yeah, yeah. Like, like super fast, yeah, you know, yeah. like just imagine that. A so. Kylian Mbappe, you yeah. say, yeah, or, or even a, a, an Aubameyang,
0: you know, okay. we could say. All right, okay, I, so Arsenal
1: at four. I was just gonna say, like in terms of United, you just got to look at that club as, I think. <laughs> just team wise, I think it's just a, I wouldn't say mess, but yeah, it's well, going a lot, but, through a lot. And, and you know that's why, yeah, because I, I was chatting to one on Mason. I was used this analogy, and I'm like, Sanchez is still there, right? Yeah, getting paid highest paid.
2: It's like meant to be like half when, a million. He's paid a lot. He's paid a
1: lot, right? If,
2: we don't know if, the exact numbers.
1: If us free, we're doing this job full time, and we're doing the exact same role, and but I don't turn up every week. And I get paid more than you two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I every understand. other player is going to. That's genuinely my opinion on why they weren't gelling last year.
0: I, I mean, I think you could argue the same thing for Ursula Arsenal, right? I think that's just football, though, isn't it? I mean, like, no, no. Yeah.
1: I honestly, I think. I, I seriously think it goes deeper than that. And that's why, like, with United and Chelsea, I'm really shaky on them. Like, if they if we're looking at we're overrating them as what they can do, do you know what I mean? So
0: you'd have you have Chelsea if they're
1: going to be sixth, but the one that would drop out. Yeah, and United, I'm United. shaky as well. Okay. i like, um, right. re- like, So do you I'd,
0: agree? Arsenal four for you?
1: Yeah, the 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 rest of these top four. The top two, I'm assuming, what is going You to know go. where I'm going. Like, yeah, like, but Spurs and Arsenal were definitely better for Let's yeah. go to number three. Let's talk about
2: what, Spurs. Tottenham Hotspur, yeah, number three. That's that's where I'm going. They had a really shaky end to uh, the season, as did everybody who mm. was buying for that la- the last two Champions League. Places. That was chaos, by the way. It, it, we don't it, talk about that enough. Unbel- you who know, won a game for like... <laughs> Five weeks. It's unbelievable that Tottenham didn't actually come third, did they? They came fourth. Ludicrous. Chelsea came third yeah, last yeah. year, which because it all went, you know, Pete Tong. It was, him, yeah. it was ridiculous. But yeah, Tottenham Hotspur for me because Tottenham, as, uh, as we're speaking right now, they've managed to retain their top talent. As you know, Christian Eriksen's there. Harry well, Kane's still there. You know, they, as, as, yeah, as, as we speak, speak yeah. as we speak, he's yeah. there. If they can keep him. Uh, as well as the signing of uh, Ndombele, that's a, that's a great signing for them, I think, which is funny because we were at the Spurs training ground earlier, yeah. me and Reese, we were d- doing some work there and it, it was the media day where kind of all the players were having their pictures taken and all of that. And um, in one of my chats, I was talking to Harry Winks and he said that Ndombele is, um, you know, he's like the new kid, the traditional new kid because he doesn't know anyone really. Yeah. He doesn't speak the language. And we noticed it when he came into the room because he was basically uh, just following Sissoko around Around. like uh like he's made friends with sissoko but that's it he's following him around but i do think he'll be a great signing i think and, he's a brilliant and, player. and um you know spurs as long as they don't have uh their spursy moments which you know their fans will vouch for as well i think they're solid third place bet
0: for me yeah okay right then uh, i mean it's going to be obvious let's go two and then one and let's see where we are
2: yeah uh, well <laughs> I, I i've I think two is Liverpool. Okay. You know, again... I mean,
0: this is, in fairness, a big question still. Yeah, like, yeah. do Liverpool have the gas to turn yeah. it on City? Well, so,
2: go I'll, on. I'll tell you what, I don't think they'll be able to have a season like last season again. That was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. They would have won the Premier League. I mean, you probably know the stats of the top in of the head. In any other
0: year apart from the two that City yeah. have won. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's like, it was nuts. They lost one game... All season, and that was to Manchester City, uh, which, as an Arsenal fan, I was quite grateful for because we've still got the gold Premier League trophy that nobody else has for a guy the whole season. I'm, we're us Arsenal fans, are just got, so like, got hang on we just cling on to point, anything, mate. guys. Like, don't <laughs> come at me trophy. because you've got to let us have something, all right?
0: You've got to have something at this point.
2: Yeah. Um, but I just, I just can't see them having a strong season like that again to not have a slip up anywhere. Um, you know, I think it, that there'll be they'll lose more than one game this season. Do
0: you think it's interesting that they haven't strengthened?
1: Well, this is... You boys were saying it last week on a podcast, right? About that. And that's... that's, I 100% agree with City winning them second for that reason. That's it. Well, no, but well, wasn't you saying that of you didn't think they needed to?
0: Well, uh, what I said was that like Klopp has this kind of band of brothers mentality going at Liverpool, where it's very much like siege mentality against the world. And, and it kind of fits with the whole Liverpool narrative in, in many regards, right? Because, you know, the city has that kind of feeling about it. And, mm. and it's where they draw their strength from. And it's, it's been brilliant for them. And it's been so powerful so the only thing I was saying was that on the flip of it, he's gone, I trust you lot. I trust you all. You know, you, you look at the likes of Naby Keita, who hasn't played too much. You look at the fringe players who made a difference, Divock Origi, Beast. You, you know, you look at those kind of you know, players that, that can yeah. come in and make an impact. Shakiri didn't play that much. You, you, like, so, all those players. So they haven't strengthened guys. Didn't they sign
2: Adrian. He signed Adrian instead of Simon Mignolet. Yeah. That is a, a big,
0: a big, big hey, game. getting splinters, mate, getting splinters <laughs> so this many. season,
2: that's for sure. And um, so
0: City at the top.
2: Eh? Yeah, I just think they're too strong in all departments. Uh, they have strengthened as well in Rodri. Yes, they've lost Vincent Kompany, but I think they'll be able to cope with, with losing Vincent Kompany because he, he didn't, although he scored that absolute goal. screamer that last goal. season, he didn't feature in, in too many games last year. Um, Rodri... Is is a great great Brilliant. signing for them? Yeah, like I'm. I, again, I'm I'm a, I'm a bit lost as to when I see certain players get bought by certain clubs. I'm I'm a bit lost as to why there's not a bit more of a bidding war for certain players. And he mm. was one of those guys. It, it just seemed like City were the only team in per, for him. He had, got,
0: well, that's it. When you say the new Busquets, Fernandinho
1: Fern, replacement?
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting because Fernandinho will, I think, now drop drop. Into that's the what fence, people are saying. A couple of you know, um, a little bit more to kind yeah. of. Take up that kind of experience, Vincent Company's yeah. role so, in the back. Yeah, backdrop.
1: so who are the centre-backs then?
0: So, Stones and Laporte. Yeah. But starting-wise, who do you think? It'll be Stones and Laporte. Oh, so Stones is going to the start now. bottom there. Yeah. You know, and, and also, on, on top of that, they've got, well, the, uh, the missing man, Matt um, uh, Eliquin Mangala who's oh, been yeah. there forever. Uh, forgot about him. The forgotten yeah. man.
2: When you, were trying, when you were like pausing there, I was thinking, who's he going to come out with here? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: no, I had, um, yeah, I had a mind black. But that is the forgotten, exactly the forgotten man is Mangala. And, and he's sort of just been sort of here, there and everywhere yeah. for them for so many years. But now with Fernandinho in there as well, you see Gio Cancelo, looks like that's going to be done and dusted. So, you know, they've they've strengthened at the back Yeah, in that regard. They've strengthened the midfield, and they just didn't really need to strengthen no, up top, did they? They were good enough. What
2: I've got written here as well is just Pep is the man. I've literally <laughs> got that written down here because I just think he's the guy we've... Uh, and, I, and I know, you know, some people would go, oh, he's only doing that because the cameras are there, but we've seen the documentary, um, you know, on Amazon and all the rest of it. Like, the work rate that he expects from the players and, and the way he coaches them, Like I just think he's hungry for it all the time. Last Absolutely. season, right? Just... Well you think it's his last, last season. season? I think it, everything's for the
1: Champions
0: League. Well, now, right? I think the, the trick is with, with Pepe is he's only really ever done three, four. So you are into the territory I where you're into the territory where it's interesting whether he signs a new yeah. deal or not. I think that's where we are.
2: I think it. we might see that change under Manchester City. I, because, I agree. because people well. love him at, at Manchester City but also
0: he was basically given the foundations to build whatever he wanted. I was just
2: about, they've got a lot of money. And I know he's always managed at clubs with a lot of money, but managing at Barcelona is different to managing at Manchester City in that the, the, the <laughs> immense pressure of managing at Barcelona is ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you bring in a signing they don't like, you are hated. Yeah. If, if you bring in, you know, uh, or if you sell a player that they didn't want to go, you are hated. Like, we've seen that. Whereas at Manchester City, the fans are all behind him. One hundred percent. I think the, the you know the, the family, the, the Mansoor family, are completely behind him as well and backing him with lots of cash. They do have yeah. a,
0: a big amount of yeah. money. Yeah, Reese, yeah. have you got the same same top top four then?
1: Yeah. Um, well, swap out. I yours again. Yeah, it was just the five and six that um, I'm really excited this two, season. Do you think two clubs can come in? Do you
0: think that we could see um, Chelsea and United finish outside? the, the top
1: Honestly, I do. Like, oh, yes. I'm not like I'd put money on that. Honestly, I do. I see West Ham. When you mentioned kind of their attack, I was like, you know, and if they stay healthy, that's why I was quite surprised you got them at ten. And Everton, if it all goes right, could do the same thing. Um, right. So I feel like if you if you are in that kind of seven to I'd say our Knicks list to like eleven, um, you're looking at this year like we can get five and yeah. six like yeah. and, and it's and, gonna be a year, yeah 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 it'll be this be year. year
0: it's gonna be this year right well that concludes our main rankings for today thank you very much to nick for doing that one to 20 you're going to be given a high amount of stick yeah in social media i'm, 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 with I'm ready for it guys bring it on <laughs> all right all right cool well we'll be back after the break with bleacher roulette and the nonsense rankings don't go away it's that time again. It is Bleach Roulette. Reese, you have the honours this week. Give us a spin. Start us off.
1: What is the worst stadium in the Premier League? Oh, oh man. <laughs> well, Fulham That's have just it. gone
2: down. Now, Jake, yeah. it's a like, lovely stadium. Leave it to out, bro.
1: Um, wow. Well,
0: it's not Spurs. We know oh, that. It's definitely not Spurs. We like Spurs now. That stadium's unreal.
1: What worst don't I like? League. You can't even do Stoke Away anymore
0: i go Burnley, straight off the bat, Turf Moor. I would have went Burnley Turfmore as well. is, you know, it's a bit of a fortress and I appreciate what it does for Burnley fans, but as a visiting stadium, it leaves much to be desired, yeah. I've, I've, um, I've got a few mates that support
2: Burnley and they'll be furious that I just said that as well. <laughs> it,
0: furious. Look, great club, just terrible stadium, terrible stadium. Old. It's just not very comfortable. <laughs> Palace ain't great either.
1: Palace, Palace has got some heart, though. Palace That's not Burnley. It's got, I feel bad saying Burnley because it's Burnley. Do you know what I mean? Palace is one in the away section you
0: can't see. In the half away. No I grew up. Un... Gonna...
2: Yeah. They, got, they got, basically got beams yeah, everywhere. Yeah, they're yeah.
0: Just, in, just in the way. It just makes it really difficult to actually see games.
1: This isn't a cop-out either because I know they're building a new one, but Goodison Park. Oh, yeah. I like Goodison. Okay. I like Goodison. Interesting. That's a little bit harsh, but okay. okay. Did,
2: did, you, did you know that um, Everton used to play in Anfield?
0: You know that? no mm-hmm. haven'field was built for Everton. Yeah.
2: They, no they way. They, they left and gave it to Liverpool.
0: Yeah. Correct. Facts. Well, I mean, before it was a proper stadium, they didn't yeah, build yeah. the stadium as it is now for Everton. But yeah, was there? It was their, their grand Facts. Right. I'm gonna spin for you. Now. All right. Which
2: footballer would you most want? As your number neighbour. Okay, so this is the,
0: the whole oh, the number neighbour craze yeah, 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 that's yeah. been going on. I'm really glad my number neighbour hasn't got in
1: touch with me. Yeah, same right. yeah. Have I you done just, both? I haven't
0: done Have you done any, it? I've I have sent any messages I've I've to done
1: anyone. One. Did,
2: they, did they reply? <laughs>
1: nah. But I need, I'm, I'm going to do the higher number though, because obviously you've got two neighbours, isn't it?
2: <laughs> 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 Funny they knew at Match of the Day's Reese Parkinson was <laughs> hollering at Yeah,
1: him. no, of course. Outrageous. I'm trying to
2: remember what right, i Right, I'm going to say... Oh, there's a few actually. Do, do I have to pick one? Definitely, you can have two. You get two number names. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to say one way. I'm going to go for Pierre Emerick Aubameyang because one, I'm an Arsenal fan. And two, I just think he's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it was so weird how before he came to the club, I don't know if you you guys remember there was all this like, yeah, but he's a bit of a bad egg. You yeah, because he had all
0: the sports cars. That was it part is, of it. He's like, yeah.
2: he has been a breath of fresh air at Arsenal. He's been I, I work at Arsenal as well. I work for the, the media guys at Arsenal, and the social media team absolutely love. Aubameyang. Yeah, of course. Because when they're doing social media stuff, he takes the phone. He's like, oh, let me do it. I'll oh. do it. And just like he's like, hanging with the players and getting access that like, you know, is, is amazing. So bamiyang one way and then the other way, Lacazette. No, <laughs> <really>? No, because <laughs> I think, I think you, you'd, you'd get Lacazette for Aubameyang anyway, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. He's already covered. The other way I'm going is I, I'm, I'm still going Balotelli. Okay. Just oh, because. Oh, it's not Premier League. Just, just which footballer? It does. Okay. It's just a
0: footballer. Yeah. you can have anyone I'm, I'm from going, across the world I'm, here, I'm, mate. I'm
2: going Balotelli just because the the crazy things. I mean, the latest was dr- that he paid the man, you know, to drive a moped into the sea. I don't know if you saw that. Did you? It's just, it's just constant, isn't he, he it? It's a
0: constant stream of
2: fun. Yeah, he paid a bloke a certain amount of euros to just drive his moped. It's it's in like a um, port and just drive it off the edge into what? the
1: into the sea. Validale, right? Are you going Pogba? Yeah, I was, I'm going Pogba. Um, I mean, who wouldn't want to be boys in Pogba? Yeah, you know absolutely, I mean? yeah. And then I was going to go with Ruben Loftus Cheek. Um,
2: what, Team Lighties? Team Lighties, right, okay. Yeah, that could be yeah. a dangerous
1: combo. Um, but since you're saying the world, I'd love to just spend a week with Oscar in China. Really? And just see, That's like, really do you know job. what I mean? Just see what he does. Like, getting paid so much to see what he does. He's sitting on his like,
2: cash. He's swimming in
0: it like Scrooge McDuck.
1: Yeah. That's what he's doing in China.
0: I'll go Bernardo Silva one way because I'm pretty sure that Bernardo Silva is the nicest man in the entire world. Yeah. What, nicer than Son Yeah, no, honestly, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm nice. well off Bernardo Silva just being the nicest geezer okay. in all of world football. The other way, I mean, I'd be tempted to just go with Bex. I don't know if that counts these days because like, He's not really a footballer. Yeah, but, you know. but like, but hey, like a job in Inner Miami. Imagine just having Bex on speed dial. Like it's just yeah. it just must be unbelievable. Yeah. Like, what do I need? Like, I need anything in the world, call Bex. Do you Bex know? will sort it. It like, would come
2: in really handy as well for when you've got relatives that are like, Oh, you work in football, can you get me a nice video message from our wedding? Yeah.
0: David Beckham, bang, shut down. Yeah, you're in yeah, you're in the, you're in the absolute god territory. Yeah. So so that would be mine. All right, All right one last spin. Who is your favourite player of all time?
1: Oh,
0: this is hard. why did it have to land on that? We've nearly wow. done. That's really it's hard. A good one, it's a good one. Mine good might one. be Francesco Totti. Um, Interesting. I've just, I, I think Francesco Totti had the most incredible career, like basically ever. He he basically just ran around being the king of Rome mm. for like 20 years, captained his hometown club. Even Lazio fans liked him, and that's saying something in, in in Rome. It, it's a toss-up between him and Joaquin. Okay. Wow. Joaquin! Okay. Joaquin, Joaquin hypnotized You used to play pro-evo, didn't you? Yeah, but he can hypnotize hens. He does this on media, on, on social media. It's like his party trick. He has a thing where he can like make hens up, follow his hand. What? It's really, really weird. He's... Um, Joaquin is a proper character. He's wacky. If if you haven't, well, if you haven't looked up Joaquin's social media feed, it is well worth a couple of minutes of your time. Right, I'm
1: going to throw it on. Uh, Reese. I've got to go with Thierry Henry. Like, just what that guy did. Yeah, was just on and off the pitch. Like, just him being who he was, was like, I'd always try to emulate his game. Mm. Like, to to the point, just so smooth. But, not going so deep here, but kind of doing it at the same time, just seeing like a, a black footballer at that level, kind of with, with that much sauce that he had and how suave he was and how kind of accepted he was by the country. Just so it's cool. like, yeah, it, it was just like a, it, it gave, it empowered me. Do you know what I mean? Like it empowered me to be like, well, Henry's done it. Like, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Like we can be footballers. It, I know, obviously, Ian Wright and people did it before him, like Blackpool. John people, Barnes, John Barnes, but Henri just had that. Also, like, it's, it's who you grew up with, yeah,
2: right? yeah. yeah right. And, that, so was, and that was my guy, so. yeah, absolutely. Are you a Thierry Henry fan? Being like Irish, just I am.
0: I know. have my differences okay. <laughs> with Thierry Henry, but I also can appreciate that he was right. just
2: absolute gas, like, right? He was unreal. It's funny because I was, I was toying with the idea of going with Thierry Henry, being being an Arsenal fan, but I decided to take it in a different direction, and and, and I've got a toss up of two again. So number one going in the Arsenal direction for me is Dennis Bergkamp, the best player to ever don the Arsenal shirt, in my opinion. Like, and I think Thierry Henry was a great player, but all round game Bergkamp was just different gravy. Bergkamp was just, he was so silk, just unbelievable. Like, like if, if, if you've, a younger listener listening to this, you've not checked out Dennis Bergkamp. He's basically like 50 Meza Erzels. like, you know, he was, it was nuts. So um, Dennis Bergkamp is, is one of the players that I'm picking. And then the other player that I'm going for is Ronaldinho. Mm. Um, I just, you, you you said, you said a word actually that made me think You, you said source and Ronaldinho yeah. just had that in abundance he had all the sauces yeah, he had the Worcester yeah. sauce the tomato ketchup the mayonnaise the HP sauce he you had everything so dead
1: sauces though right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be Worcester sauce <laughs> what sauce are you coming out of then it
2: Tabasco
0: chilli sauce it doesn't saying, matter yeah. Ronaldinho had them all he didn't even need to use some of them it, it, <laughs> like,
2: it, it, <laughs> he had the Chipotle sauce in Subway. that's go. the best Come one on. <laughs> yeah like he was yeah, killing right. it Like, and, 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 and the fact that he just had the, this wavy hairstyle like he was so
0: fun the skills
2: that he had do you know what I think I think it's because I, I fully grew up with the Samba Boys the Brazil team mm. you know the Samba Boys the airport advert all the rest of it that's yeah. my youth and it's like that team you know from front to back they just had silky guys yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just loved the fun that they brought to the game and Ronaldinho was definitely one of those always played with a big smile on his face as well and I loved that
1: Ooh. That,
0: for those of you who don't know, is the nonsense ranking <laughs> siren. And this week with Sam, Sam normally does our nonsense rankings to end a podcast. But with you both being musically inclined, I've taken on this mantle. And I've thoughtfully made this about music. So, okay. ranking the top three Premier League managers who would make the worst rappers. In three, I've gone for Eddie Howe. Now, <laughs> you might think this is a rogue shout because Eddie Howe is young. You know, say, he's yeah. quite, you know, quite cool as managers go, but Eddie Howe is a geography teacher. And if you haven't got to this stage by right now, Eddie Howe is definitely the kind of bloke who did geography at school and did a bit of PE on the side. And occasionally you'd be like, oh, it's good. We've got the geography geezer teaching us football today at PE. And that guy was never good at rapping. Like, You can't have a geography teacher standing up on stage giving you the raps, right? Out so- <laughs> of
1: everyone, bro. Steve, Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce. Only <laughs> got a Scotia English literature degree. So, Steve
0: Bruce be writing rhymes like me at the start of this podcast, mate. So, there we are. (laughs) Me me and Steve Bruce spitting (laughs) bars together next week. Next week's pod. Number two, Roy Hodgson. Yeah, I can see that. What's going on here? I love Roy Hodgson more than pretty much any other human on the planet. But... I can understand his limitations. His limitations his include... His limitations,
1: I didn't even... Close his limitations that. include... <laughs> you're, you're a bad man, Jack.
0: <laughs> his limitations... You're a bad, you
1: don't even need to say, bro. Why don't do it. Not playing four four two. <laughs> just get to it. You know what you want to get to, right? And he's just absolutely not going to be good
0: at rapping. So we've had to, you know, it is a it's bit so random. I love it. Though. He's an owl. Okay, an owl's owls have never been good at raps. As as so,
1: ask Drake. I'm, Tell
0: Drake that. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, OVO mate. I'm just. Ma- I'm wondering who is going to be worse than Roy Hodgson, but we're about to
0: find out. Gosh, Number no. one, buckle up. Manuel Pellegrini. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. Looks like Audrey from Coronation Street. Okay. <laughs> speaks, speaks in a weird mumble that is even <laughs> less understandable than Roy Hodgson. And I just think that of all the people that you put up on stage and be like, go on, mate, he is the one that would look around. He's got an engineering degree. He's going to look around and go, words. Just not for me, not for me. <laughs> it's just do, one do, of those things.
2: Do you know what my favourite thing about this is? That Our producers uh, who are listening at the other end of this, plus many people that will listen to this podcast, will have no idea who Audrey from Coronation Street is. <laughs> like, guys, Look you need up. to know. Audrey, Audrey from Corrie, mate. Get it, Audrey get it from Coronation
0: on. Street is Manuel Pellegrini, and that is the shout <laughs> of the season. The best rapper I've decided, apart from Pep, because Pep's like just unholy good at everything, so yeah. Pep would just be well good. Nuno. Nuno, I reckon that beard, that Michael Payne kind of vibe, yeah. where it would just be like a little bit, like little bit cool, a little, little bit, bit laid bit back, that kind of really, really relaxed rap. He'd probably do it in Portuguese. Yeah. You know, you would just be having a really good time. So, so that is who I've pegged as the best rapper of the managers okay. in the Premier League. Okay. I'd be interested to know your thoughts.
1: I I, I, I rate it. I'm quite sad not to see Dash in there.
0: No, with the with the with the, the with, voice, yeah. voice. Dashi just Dash sort of like doing an English Frank kind of like yeah, <laughs> d- Dashi
1: <laughs> Frank.
2: Wow, I ain't heard that name for a minute? <laughs> wow, you took it back.
0: Yeah, well, we got to, you know you've got to throw it back sometimes. Dashi, I think would be great. I, Gravel, I,
2: I think that um, you know, you guys are doing Una Emery a massive disservice. Can I just say? Can you imagine first song, Good Evening, like just <laughs> big hit? You know what I mean? Good Evening,
0: like big tune. Ah <laughs> wak. Like, you know, <laughs> it's all right. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, you work with Arsenal. You work with the social media team. I'd be really keen to see this made Yes. So I want Unai to come and prove yes. me wrong.
2: Somebody in the Arsenal social media team should definitely cut up Unai Emery saying work, because he says like, whack, and then do it to whack, 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 whack. <laughs> like, it's already a social media hit getting loads of views. There you go. Even, you know.
0: You've nailed it, right. you
1: will do that next week, yeah, no, Guys, I so want
0: royalties for it. royalties when we drop that next week. Right, well, that is pretty much all we've got time for. And all that is left for me to do is say thank you too much to these two legends for joining me. Nick Bright. Thank you very much, mate. Sorry, I'm just trying to organize
2: the rest rest of my life life. here as well. Thank you, thank
1: you, bro. Thank you a lot for listening. I hope you did a
0: good job. Do you want to listen? Do you want to let the listeners know how they can get at you on social media, boys?
2: Yeah, I'll go just Nick Bright on Instagram, just my name. No ones, no underscores, no
0: nothing. Reese, can you beat that?
1: Yeah, Reese Parkinson on Instagram, R E E C E, and Reese underscore Parkinson on Twitter.
0: I've been Jack Collins. Remember to get involved in all things pod using the hashtag BR Football Ranks. Keep sharing the pod. Keep telling your friends. Keep rating us on iTunes. We will see you next week. I will unfortunately not be joined by these two. I will be back to the usual car. So I am sorry in advance, but please do make sure you tune in. I, I might have been assassinated by then by the <laughs> VR, At least this for my table.